We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Prediction Esports podcast. What's up, everybody, and the welcome the back in to the Prediction I to mute the Twitch page, so there was going to be a bit of an echo for two seconds. I almost nailed it this time, Barra. I, I remembered to record. I unmuted. I swapped my stuff. And, um, and then I forgot to mute the stream, so that's a little bit unlucky, but that's okay. I mean, you always got it. Uh, You're an amateur. I feel like eventually you'll get it. Right. Once I learn how to host from you a little bit more, uh, mm-hmm. it'll it'll be better. Uh, are you are you happy to be on the right side of the screen again? Um, be, it's back a little in the weird. I feel like I'm less in control, and I feel like I'm just being operated on. You know, like mm. like I'm at the doctor's office, and like they're just asking me all these questions, and it's a little uncomfortable. Oh, I feel like I was really good at it. I but I would agree with that. That's fine. Thank you're you. you're pretty good at it. Um, but you're also pretty, you're pretty good at being operated on as well. You know, you've had some practice, uh, in that seat. So I, I don't want to take that credit away from you. Um, go ahead. That's an expert at everything. Yeah. Very, very, very true. Um, so since I'm the doctor in this analogy and you mm-hmm. are, uh, the patient, um, all right, I'm done with this analogy already. I'm not. <laughs> I was like, it's <laughs> I know, a little I'm, weird. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with that for sure. Um, 
Let's talk oh. about uh, the big news. Okay, or Barrett can just get up and uh, and walk away. Oh, he turned He's the light on. Sitting in the dark like a drug lord. <laughs> well, we can't be having that. I mean, we cannot yeah, be having exactly. that. Um, big news out of the Renegades camp this week, of course, was the mm-hmm. was your guys' move to bench Solo or Troll and bring in mm-hmm. your coach Roe to play Solo Lane. Um, figure this would be a good spot. I mean, I know that that Roe released a statement that kind of stuff, but we get to kind of chill and and talk about it a little bit more long form. Um, mm-hmm. What? talk to me about how this this type of decision uh comes about how does this happen it's a very hard decision to make and a very hard one to just talk about as well because i think in smite it's not it's seen as as terrible mm-hmm. whereas in other esports you can just sub out a player no problem happens like league of legends all the time exactly and i feel like in smite people are like freaking out oh no like how could you ever do that it's a week you have a double header like if we lose those games we lose those games sot's mental and our team's mental as a whole is way more important than two games especially in a phase this long Mm -hmm. and it was like like i said it was a hard call to make and I was the one that initially brought it up during the team talk. And I still don't know if it was correct or not, but I feel like it was necessary with the point that we were at, hmm. which in, in Sod's Twitter post, he kind of went over everything and went into detail about everything with his mental being really kind of down the gutter and making it a bad work environment because his mental was just defeated mm-hmm. and it's really hard to play when a player on a team doesn't have confidence and especially a frontliner i think it's easier as a backliner to have confidence but as a frontliner once you're in you're in right and you are sticking with that decision that you made whether it's go in whether it's blink in whether it's like zone your job in a team fight is much more impactful than a backliner in my opinion yep and when someone doesn't have confidence, it affects every part of their gameplay. And, uh, yeah, I just think people need to see that as a break for SOT and kind of a mental reset for him. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, it's a good point to bring up other esports. It isn't as common in Smite, but like League of Legends, which is definitely the uh, the, the closest comparison, uh, MOBA to MOBA. Mm-hmm. giving players breaks and that kind of stuff is uh you know they're forced breaks don't get me wrong but they uh they are much more common for sure and i think that's a, a, mm-hmm. a good way to view it i think um you know it's a little bit easier for me to talk about my perspective because it's a little bit less you know fresh and, and not current but mm-hmm. from the from the perspective of like making a roster change or talking about that kind of stuff with your team we uh, on Xbox, it was the wild west. I mean, teams were making <laughs> roster changes week in and week out. And our team, unfortunately, wasn't that much of an exception. We would usually make a change like every single phase, uh, which was definitely mm-hmm. not good. But those conversations are hard, dude. I mean, even, um, you know, you uh, that was before, you know, you're you're living with your teammates and that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we're just practicing together. But even the guys that you don't like get along with that well, uh, Sometimes it's hard to 
make that call because you know you know they aren't you're you're breaking up with your teammate more or less right that's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of what's happening so um those are never easy i can remember one time in particular i don't know if there's a tori- story i should be telling but i'm gonna tell it anyways because <laughs> i've already started uh Uzzy was was on and off our team a thousand times. It felt like during uh, during our elevate days and, and the sore days and all that kind of stuff. And um, I remember one time he just lost confidence entirely. That's exactly what it was, and it totally affected his play. And he played a lot worse to the point where we were like, Uzzy, if you like, we don't want to put more pressure on you, but like, you've got to start doing the good stuff, uh, or else we're gonna need to like do find someone who will we eventually did and he was like he wasn't even mad at us he was like yeah i totally understand i've been sucking recently like i don't know he took like a smite break came back was owning and then we picked him up again because he was owning again and he was like yeah i don't know i just needed a break and that was it then like that was the end of that so it's very fun i i can totally empathize with having a solo laner who loses confidence and then and then gets it back so hopefully it'll be the uh it'll be the happy ending of, of him getting his confidence back. That's what I'm hoping. And yeah, I think it's just, sometimes you just need a break, man. Yep. Like, especially in pro anything where you're just being judged constantly and you need to bring your all to practice as well as competitive. And then you still feel like you're being judged by friends, by fans, by literally everyone watching Smite. And then when you stream, people can still talk about all your mistakes and everything you've done. There was yep. a lot of mental weight on pro players' shoulders, especially yep. for him. Like he has a decently sized stream. There's a lot of weight and he's young. Yep. So all of those factors together, it is just very stressful. And like, like I said, I was the one that brought it up because I felt like it was the right call to make because he just seemed very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And you you just need a break sometimes. And yeah. it, like, like I said, it was during the doubleheader, which I don't really care about if we win or lose those games. I mean, obviously we played like dog. So even having solo in, I think we still would have lost with the how the other four of us played. Like I don't agree with that. Road did as good as he can. That's all we can ask. Right. The rest of us, the four of us that are on the roster, played terribly, absolutely terribly. So many individual mistakes, so many map mistakes, so many everything. And that was probably like the worst week we've ever played. Just everything was bad. I don't know. Okay. It was really weird for me in the Sanguine set. I've never had this before, but I felt like I couldn't think during it. (laughs) Like straight up, I could not think. Was it like that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward tells him to forget everything but fine dining in his name, or everything but fine dining, and then he like tries to think of his name, and the little tiny SpongeBob's in his brain are like looking for his name, and and they're like, "We threw out his name." Like was it was it like that? You were like, "Okay, how do I play these team fights?" And you're like, "I threw out the team fighting." Like what what happened? I it was so weird. Like my brain, I was just staring at my screen completely going through the motions yeah and it felt absolutely terrible because in the pk set i was very communicative i was lifting spirits i felt like i was doing a great job and for whatever reason this week i was just like someone just subbed in bear a bot they made a bot <laughs> that looks just like me 
and said you're playing whatever gods I played in the segment set, like Jing and something else. We were playing Jing. And they were just like, all right, you're here to play these games. Good luck. You're not supposed to talk. You're just here. <laughs> and it was terrible. I've never had focus problems like that before. Interesting. And I think it's just, I think it was stress related because I have a lot going yeah, on. Smite and then outside of Smite. So I think it all kind of compounded into just brain decay. <laughs> yeah. And just... I'm sure it's not like it's not a coincidence that it's the weeks where you know that you have to like super hard pop off in order to win because mm-hmm. um, you have row on the other side of the map. And again, no disrespect, but like, of course, he, yeah, yeah he, he, he's a coach. So, you know, there's more pressure on you. I'm sure it's not a coincidence that you guys struggled the most mm-hmm. where you felt like you guys had the uh, the most pressure on you. But I think the mentality of this phase is hella long because it is is definitely the uh the right direction to go. Um, mm-hmm. What was I going to say? I think I had a bad joke that I wanted to say, and I really don't want to oh. miss out on those. Cause I know that's what everyone watches or listens to the podcast for. Oh yeah. Um, if you figure out uh, what happened to Barabot, I'm sure there are some, some, some uh, fish tank members out there who would pay real good money to have oh. that Barabot sent to their place. That's all I'm saying. Barabot. You know, your portable Barracuda, bring them everywhere with you. Uh, that's, that's a oh. future revenue stream for you. That's not where I thought that joke was going. Oh, okay. Well, um... I thought you were just taking that an R-rated way. And I was like, okay, me? I am not R-rated? Me, John, you dirty dog. Not me. This is a PG podcast here, okay? Not a not what I was thinking whatsoever. Man, I can't do anything with this guy. I'll tell you what. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to say that I've also forgotten, but I'm glad I remembered that horrible joke. Uh, that I'm was glad both of our brains are just off here. This they're week. just off, dude. They're just off, dude. The, the this week in the SPL was so short. Every game, every set was a sweep. Saturday, I believe, is like the shortest we could ever have an SPL day go. We were done before six o'clock, um, and then today with the with the the postponement of the Radiant set. It was a one set day, so my brain's been off for much longer than I thought it would have to be this week. Wait, am I allowed to ask about that? Did you guys make an announcement or what happened? Uh, with that? No, it's only the announcement that uh, that we put out in the Smite Pro tweet. And that's all. Uh, that's all that we we what have said. Um, okay, let me pull it up. I, I looked, but I couldn't find anything, and I was like, I feel like because I I joined the stream a little bit late. I think they were like already in the picks and bands like the first game. I think. Mm-hmm. so i don't know if i missed like an announcement or i just saw like oh yeah the second set is like postponed postponed <laughs> wow you should be hosting again what? bro why not <laughs> my um, noggin is working top tier today yeah uh, it just says spl update due to unforeseen circumstances we will be rescheduling the knights versus radiance match originally slated for this sunday uh and that's all the information that is uh that people is say cyclone tweeted about it yeah, if Cyclone tweeted about it, then Cyclone can can talk about it. But uh, that yeah. is not anything that I can really uh, expand upon. Um, okay, that's, that's what I'll say. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to take some time because you know we've been pretty. Um, I think we've been pretty focused on uh, SPL and that kind of stuff. I wanted to zoom out a little bit because our 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 podcast here is the Backliners, and mm-hmm. I want to talk about some things that Frontliners do that really make me mad that I, that that I really hate things I hate about being frontliners um number 1 if you're a frontliner 
Uh, and you come to my lane, and we're talking supports here. If you're a support okay. and you come to my lane, and you in let's say that's like a it's a Hera on the enemy team, and you mm-hmm. watch the Hera walk up to my melee creeps and won the whole wave, and you just stand there, <laughs> we're fighting instantly. I hate you. If you're gonna be, if you're Tate, you have to earn the wave that you're there for. Mm-hmm. Step up, stand near their minions, be a jerk, make space for me. That is like one of my number one pet peeves. I hate it. If I, if me and my support are both sitting underneath our tower, like arms crossed when it's just the enemy <laughs> mid laner in there, I'm mad, dude. I'm mad already. I hate that. Vince has the exact same thing, and he hates supports that come mid and just use an ability on the wave and then turn around and go away. Yes, dude. I don't need your help to clear. <laughs> I don't need that. That's not what I need. You've watched your mid laner full clear for the last three minutes, and then you're just like, what if I faff hammer this? Oh, and especially faff hammer, dude. Especially faff hammer. Oh. And that ability, that's Whoa. like his only good fight ability, and you're using it on the yep. wave. I don't understand. Especially when you're Fafnir, you can just two the mage, and you'll get the credit even if you rotate. I don't understand. It just makes me mad. What are some. Well, what, my- yeah, go for it. My thing is when Sobex don't do the angle plucks and they don't walk at someone and force them into a direction, mm-hmm. they'll just go for a max range pluck. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... Well, that's max right there. Why? Why? <laughs> you can literally just walk at him. The fear of the pluck is better than whatever you just did. Unless you're, like, the best swipe plucker in the world, going for max range plucks is so stupid. It's Sunday, 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 and they're coming back to the NFL with NFLSundayTicket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And also, guys, you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door, and ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. We use DoorDash at the office all the time to get lunch from people like Chipotle, Wendy's, and hundreds of other options. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off with zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and your zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Okay, who's the best Sobek plucker in the SPL? Okay. Not the best Sobek, but the Sobek plucker. Do Solaris counters or only supports? No, either one is fine. I think Variety Sobek is top-notch. Yeah, that's would, a, that's a top-tier Sobek player. I would also say Jake before the OB set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, okay, Jake <laughs> takes so much pride in his Sobek. He talks about the number of plucks that he misses after each scrim uh-huh. and after each. So there was a scrim where he was like, I missed one Sobek pluck that entire game. That's he good. missed like... Six in the obey set, which for Jake, who never misses buttons, or when he does, it is very rare. 
you know something's going wrong when he, that man misses that much. Yeah. And yeah, so so back to back to what I hate. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Mitchell looks buckers. And well, wait, we can we can stay on Sobek because Sobek is a good one for me to rant on for a minute. Sobek, <laughs> when I think of the times where I'm having the least fun in Smite, mm-hmm. it's when the enemy support is the same level as me. As mm. soon as that happens, I don't want to play the game anymore. I really don't. I am down to F6 any game where the enemy support is the same level as me outside of level 20. That is the, that is the only time it's okay. Uh, and, and Sobek is the main offender of... If he's, if he's the same level as me, what is the point of me playing, dude? What's yep. the point? Because he's going to do more damage than me. And yep. he's going to have a ton of CC. And you can't kill him no matter what you do. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it here. Whenever that happens. And when you're getting melee ranged by a Sobek and you're just hovering your beads and he finally plucks you and you're like, ah, do <laughs> I need to? Because I haven't turned around in like three seconds because he's been melee ranging me. So do I really need to? And then you're like, oop, boosh beads and you're just flying through the air. Yep. Nice. I love yep. that. And you're just, and he solos you because his ult does 300 damage base or something like that, which is really cool. And... Wait, know. did you say his ult does 300 damage base? Yeah, it's something like that, right? It's for like a trillion. Th- you think 300 what? damage is a lot? Yeah, rank one. Oh, it is way more than that at rank one. What? Uh, I'll bet. Here, I'm going to look it up right now. No way. It's higher than that at rank one. Dude, it is that ability is OP, man. You're telling me it's higher? 350 plus 80% at level at, <laughs> at rank one. Oh, by the way, he also gets 20% protections, regenerates mana, CC immune, and a 20% slow okay. the whole time. Real talk, why does he regenerate mana? Because he, he for a while, why? was pretty mana hungry. I think his mana costs have gotten buffed. It's important for solo lane. It's so, like, 2013. Like, it was just thrown on there, and it was just, okay... <laughs> Mr. White Dude in chat says he's sucking up the water. (laughs) That's why he gets mana. (laughs) That is actually so funny. That is actually the funniest thing. I think that's the funniest chat message I've ever read. Uh, Just in general, he's sucking up the water. Well, there you have it, dude. We figured it out. Uh, Now we know why Sovac gets mana back. It's, It's lore accurate. Also, why does he have 80% scaling? Dude, that's the thing. Why? Here, okay, do you know what I, do you want to know the one of the worst nerfs I've ever pitched in my whole life to the to the balance team? Those poor people who listen to my horrible suggestions all the time. Um, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that frustrates me about Sobek is that he'll pluck me, I'll beads, he'll three me, he'll two me, and then he'll alt. Okay, mm-hmm. so then I'm slowed for five seconds. I've got an Aegis. I've got to time my Aegis on the mm. on the Sobek alt, and then Real quick. and then no, people have way better exploding their Sobek ult, so you can't Aegis them, and it's really annoying. Continue. What do you mean? They'll just like, like pop, pop it, it early. Yeah, yeah, they'll pop it early, right? But all his cooldowns are back up as soon as he's out of there. 
So then I get plucked and two'd and three'd again. <laughs> and all that damage adds up to my whole health bar. So I was like, why don't we just stop his cooldowns while he's underneath the water? He's too busy drinking water <laughs> to get his cooldowns back. Um, and they said that no ability in Smite works like that. And it would be a really bad idea. And I said, that's fair, but I, <laughs> I want it anyways. That's really not a bad idea. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's OP. Because all of his, like... The cooldowns are 13, 14, and 13, but he's always got full CDR. The ult lasts five seconds, so he's got two seconds of downtime. That He probably used it two seconds before that. Like, it, there it is. It's, it, yep. That's just what it is. Okay, this is not meant to be a Sobek exclusive rant. Uh, <laughs> what are some other uh, things that frontliners, either, either supports or solo laners, do that annoys you, whether they're on your team or on the enemy team? Amaterasu mm -hmm. in SPL. Yeah, you kind of got 1300 to me yeah, you when I'm trying shot. to. What was that? That's Ama, dude. 1300? Out of register alt, or was that the full combo? Two, three, and ult. Okay. It was like 730, 350, 350. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Can't get hit by those. <laughs> I don't know what, what to tell you, dude. That? Yeah, I don't know. Ama, pretty good actually insane man that that god can do that much damage with berserker shield mm -hmm. was that his only damage Why? item i i don't know it's probably like the hybrid like berserker shield shoguns and then like hybrid hybrid maybe a sledge exactly or something like that dude i had agus and ult and i wanted to like steroid in use my steroid ult across and then i literally like won myself dash and die did you not have beads up? You got silenced, so you could... Well, okay, you definitely could have Vegas something there, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I knocked myself up and then got one-tapped. Like, he silenced so I couldn't Aegis and two'd me. And then I died. Yeah, but then, but then what about his alt damage? Okay, I was wanting and auto-attacking. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to die, man. Okay? It did... 1300 what about me, your old what about your I old told you my brain was <laughs> off this weekend okay i, don't know I was wanting and auto attacking dude it's i'm very busy okay there's <laughs> really not much counterplay i had i only had agus and ult and he killed me and yarkor probably didn't even ask if he, if you were going to be busy either he just he just he, went in there that's i was okay i don't even know if the end call was correct but I'm pretty sure the correct call is just kill Yarkor and then try to end. Uh, but we all how long was the respawn the timer? I don't think you ever end in that spot. I think it was 14 right when we killed Phoenix. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you ever end in that spot yeah. personally. Yeah, Jake was very confident in that call, and I was like, you know what, brains off, let's do it. Like, yep. I get in there. Hey, and then and, I got literally one tap. And you. Uh, and you got to if your teammate is like adamant about something, you got to get in there. Like yep. you've got to follow it because you just don't want to, you know, you just got to trust them every once in a while. And sometimes well, uh, it just doesn't work out. Jake also loves the risky calls where you have to play them like perfectly to make them work. And when he was calling for it, I'm pretty sure that there was like two people in comms that were like, eh, and then Jake was like, no, we could do it. We can do it. And then I, I mean, we probably could have done it if I played it like, one percent better if i found my agus or my four key mm, that would have been good one of those i'm pretty sure we could end it but i was already a little weak from the fire giant fight before so i'm yeah. not sure yeah no that was a tough call for sure oh i wanted to ask you uh before we keep complaining about frontliners um okay. the 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 
current hunter build that everyone is going now everyone seems to have moved away from crit and is going the ninja tab eye Dev- devo gloves chin size and then every bow except for ikaval um mm-hmm. but now we're starting to see some ikaval i know netroid built it um has been building it third in that third slot uh what are your thoughts on on the the current hunter builds and and whether or not you like that ikaval in there I love Ikaval. I have always loved Ikaval. I think it's very underbought, especially against... Sorry, I'm very burpy. Uh, against gods like Amy, where you're just going to be boxing around in a fight most of the time, I think you get a lot of value, and a lot of people don't see the value there, but I am a big fan of Ikaval. Um I don't really like the size third. My team has raged to me a lot about that. I just feel like it's bad there. Like, the spike takes forever to get... You're sitting with Balance Blade or whatever for like a year and a half, and then I'm finishing Kin Size. But if we fight any time in that 1450 gold, it feels terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a bigger fan of like Atalanta's bow. Or I haven't tried the Ikable Star yet, or Ikable Third, but I'll try it soon. <clears throat> 2450 for Ikaval, 2700 for Chin Size. Dude, I, what I would give to have my important items only be 2700 gold. It, mu- it must be nice, Barra. What are you talking about, dude? I'm saying. You literally have Divine Ruin, the most OP anti-heal item in the game. It's fine. It's it's a good item. Yeah, it's it's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's good, it's but it needs to be good. That's that's the way it's got to be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Chin's third, like from a math perspective, doesn't seem that efficient to me, but I think the argument of it's not mega efficient, but by four items you really want Atalanta's chins, Devos, and Boots. And that's mm-hmm. why you wouldn't go Ikaval in that spot. And then once you're past that first four items, the value you get out of Odysseus Bow and Silver Branch is just more than you would get out of Ikaval. Like, Ikaval is a, in a vacuum is a better third item than Atalanta's or chin size. But There's so much power on Ikaval. Yeah, there's so much power, but Atalanta's gives you the attack speed. Well, I guess you get attack speed from Ikaval, but you get the the pen from Atalanta's, and you get the passive from Chins. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think it's just more, to me, from a logic standpoint, like, the well, curve is weird, but your end product is a lot better. With Ikaval third as well, you're always feeling confident in the 1v1, mm-hmm. which is kind of a big mental thing with you and the other ADC. Mm-hmm. Like, especially because he's doing it a lot on Jing. So if he steroids, like if he knocks himself dashes in, you are not winning that trade on, like, anyone. Right. Like, Ikable Jing Wei will just put you in the dirt in, like, two seconds. Right. Um, also, as Man Warrior said, I do like Atlanta's third. That's my favorite that I've found so far. Just because the Kin Spike just feels so ugly. Like, it just feels so long. Yeah. Unless... I- it's like a sledge stone of Gaia solo winner, or they have like a Cthulhu on the enemy team where you're always getting value, or even like against Hercules who build like 3.5k health, you're not going to auto-attack them enough with kin size to get a lot of value out of it. Like I've watched players try to do that. I think it happened this past weekend against, I think it was PBM who literally built three health items in Thebes mm-hmm. and then literally race card around and was untouchable. Like you can't, you can't do anything to him. Yeah, you just don't get a chance to hit him often enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I think, like, Ikaval is a better... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of stuck on this Ikaval being a better third item in a vacuum, but by the time you get to your five items, 
Like, do you really want to delay chins until fifth or your 20% pen item until fifth? Like, mm-hmm. it, in, in, in comparison, Ichabal is 2450, 30% attack speed, 30 power. Now, of course, you get the, the passive on as well. But you get 30% attack speed, 25 power from Atalanta's plus the 20% pen. So I feel like Atalanta's kind of almost isn't that much worse. But I guess the passive's mm-hmm. pretty good on Ichabal. Wait, Atalanta's 25 power on it? Yep. For some reason, I thought it was like 35. Nope. 25. It's kind of low power. It is. It is. It's definitely yeah. a low power. That's why I don't think it's great third. Um, that yeah. and like you're not getting that much value out of 20% pen. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Just interesting. Uh, interesting in that. Uh, all right. Back to what we hate about frontliners. Speaking of PBM and zooming around and, and being untouchable. Hercules is just op right like if you're gonna land your 2-1 like that character is just nuts yep i don't know what you're supposed to do against that guy or level one when he just starts at your purple buff and blinks on you i have to spl where he literally just blinked on me i was soul and i'm like i can't fight him nope like also real quick soul sucks okay that is a trash <laughs> character uh-huh just trash character. When anti heal uh-huh. is meta, when thorns is meta, and when you do literally zero damage because your passive sucks. Uh huh. Trash character. Uh huh. Okay. I was on board with Soul like when they released Hikate. Uh huh. But after like three games of Ravana blink three me and then ulting me, I'm like, uh huh. Nice. Great. Okay. Back to. All right. So what, wait, wait. Hold on, chat. What else did we all learn? Like a month ago that Barra might not know because clearly he is roughly four to five weeks behind on um, learning things. Okay. What has happened uh, in the month? Okay. So August uh, we're already near the end, but it's going to get hot. Okay. So be, be ready for that. Um, It is going to be hot. Uh, You're going to need to be ready for that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, we, we've kind of been knowing that character bad Barra. I know you love her, but her passive just sucks. She needs a better passive. Her one sucks. Her two sucks. Mm. Her three sucks. Her ult's the only good thing about her kit, but it's so unreliable. Like, people literally just walk away from it as you're spraying in the ground. Yep. Trash character. Sorry. Even when you bear a combo, dude, that's the messed up thing. That, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> you literally just do nothing. Like, I want to take soul. I want to take, take power out of her auto attacks. And I want to put it in the two. The two feels mm. so bad, but yeah. it needs to feel bad because her autos, when she does get her passive up, are good. But until you do, they're bad. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. I wish Soul was more like a traditional mage so I could play her better. That's what I'm saying. I think her two should just be faster. It used to be really fast, right? That, I think they nerfed that time. Yeah, it needs to be faster. Also, why does her two hit minions one time sometimes mm, like when you possible? put them right on when you put it right on top of them yeah yeah how that literally doesn't make sense it uh, goes out goes in <laughs> like it's a wave yeah yeah the, the, the two is just terrible you should go into your three form faster your one is just a trash ability all around because it's just for your passive basically and for healing She's literally only good at, like, level one. Even then, if they draft, like, a Hercules, you really can't do anything. 
Yeah, you're not doing. You're not out trading Hercules. You know what's OP about Hercules is his auto chain and how much power he gets and how hard yep. his auto attacks hit. It's just that his auto attacks hit so hard, dude. It just he just, okay. he just slams. How good would he be without shield of regrowth? Mm, he'd be like, a lot worse for sure. What number would you give him now? What number would you give him after regrowth is killed? Okay, so if you're if you are like. Let's talk like Mike Aurora level Hercules. That's obviously a 10, right? Yeah. Without regrowth. Uh, on game day. Yeah, on game, game day. day. Right, right. Uh, yeah, on game day. Uh, without regrowth, I think Herc goes to like an eight. Maybe a That's s- not much. <laughs> maybe a seven. Maybe a seven. I don't think it's the... V- because so much of the work that Herc puts in is like pre three items anyways. So I don't think it would make that, but it would, it would make him scale into the late game way, way worse. It's really what makes him like able to be played in, in full five on fives. I just wish they would nerf his passive. Yeah. His passive real good. They should just, he should just not be able to out trade me level one, which is, you know like what else is crazy. How much damage his alt does. Do you want to get without looking Barra? Um, <laughs> How much damage will a level 20 Herc Boulder do? You mean like the number? Yeah. Wh- don't worry about protections or anything. I'm just like, do you know the base damage? I on this would say 800 plus 80%. You're, you're very, very close. I'm, I'm impressed. 800 plus 100%. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <Woo. laughs> no, I was, yeah. I'm giving you credit. That's good. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of damage, dude. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get it. It's a big boulder. Like it, it should hurt, but like is, that thing swing. Seventy-five uh, cooldown. Um, it is a seventy-second cooldown. It goes down each round. Oh, seventy seconds. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. almost seventy-five the whole time. Um, let's look. We're we're just gonna do a frontliner uh, alt quiz, dude. I, I, I was losing here. my mind about dazzling offensive before we nerfed it. Um, it is seventy-five all the time. That's really cool. Uh, Ama alt, by the way, if you get hit with all three, 936 plus 150% scaling on that. I could have told you that one. I felt it. (laughs) Yeah, you knew the exact numbers, dude. You knew the exact numbers. Um, Go ahead. 42 second cooldown with 40% CDR. 42. That's not bad. So she literally ulted in that fight. We went to end the game. Her ult's back up. Yep. Of course they are. That's so cool, man. It, it is good. I, I just, um, here's what I think should happen to frontliners. Um, they sh- supports should be level capped. They shouldn't be allowed to be a higher level. Th- like the two supports should be required to be the lowest levels in the whole game. You shouldn't be allowed to go below them. If they get too close, they just stop gaining experience. Thoughts? That's not a bad idea. I, or it turns into like Heroes of the Storm where like their experience just goes to the carries. Mm. Or like it just gets spread around the, the whole team. Mm. That's a good way to do it. Like Guardian's Blessing, it's just like a percentage of your XP goes to your teammates. That way you're feeling good about it. You know, you're contributing that way. I was going to ask, how do you think Smite would do with Heroes of the Storm experience? It would be worse, for sure. It really? Would be worse. Yeah. Would? Heroes of the Storm. I would like it. It is a fun game. Um, I, I do like it, but there's a reason in my mind that it is less fun in a competitive setting and less interesting because like part of what makes 
MOBA is interesting is that you have a, a, a finite number of resources and it's your job to figure out how you want to distribute them among your team. And watching teams like Sanguine like intentionally put Panatom behind so that Shinto can get ahead because he's the, he's their win condition. Like that's a cool playstyle thing that would get mm. completely lost uh, by doing something like that. Cool. That is cool. Come on, that is cool. That's not the word I would use when he's level fifteen and I'm eleven. Hey man, they they made th- okay. I'm just saying they do make some sacrifices to make that happen. You know, like they, they it's a choice. Okay. I'm, we're, I'm getting off topic. Well, mainly I'm, yeah, I'm getting off topic. Back That's to fine. Cthulhu, okay? Okay. Why is that a character? <laughs> <laughs> mm, we're going existential Why? on this one, huh? Just, <laughs> when he was released, that man literally, I mean, he still kind of one-shots you. But he just destroys you. He pops thorns and then walks at you. Mm-hmm. And you can't out-trade him mm-hmm. for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Because of thorns. Yeah. What am I supposed to do as a backliner? Uh, run away. For five seconds? Mm-hmm. Do you know how long five seconds is in a team fight? Uh, feels like a long time, yeah. It is a very long time. Yeah, I it's most cannot of it. play the game. Yeah, it's most that, of it. That's a whole team fight right there. I know sure I is. can't hit him. Yeah. Also, why can other hunters hit into thorns and not die? But when I hit into thorns, <laughs> I literally take 300% extra damage for whatever reason. I literally watch pro ADCs hit into thorns, and they don't die. And then I hit the thorns... I died in four auto attacks. Do you want the real answer or the fake answer? Real answer. I think it's probably yeah, because <laughs> it's the real answer is it's probably because y- their team is also hitting them at the same time and they're breaking the thorns threshold and then the thorns are going away. That would be my guess. So you're saying my team is not hitting them and I'm taking everything. Correct. Yeah, that's what that's what would be my guess. My fake answer is that much like Zapman. <laughs> Something about having played Smite for this long has warped your brain as an ADC to just see whoever you want to hit and hit them regardless. Like the amount of times I watch Steve <laughs> hit someone with thorns on stream and then go, thorns are so OP, man, where Steve's sitting there, left click, left click, left click, left click. They could He could have walked by him 10 minutes ago. But no, man, he's hitting those thorns. It's to the point now where whenever I am streaming or I'm playing ranked and I'm hitting someone with thorns, I go, I'm zap manning this guy. And then everyone knows what I'm doing. Like that's that's how yeah. it gets across. I think that that's just like built into you guys now. Also, what sucks about frontliners is when your frontliner literally just blink and presses thorns. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> that is the worst initiation I have ever seen. Make them want to hit you. Do not just blink and instantly press thorns because they're they're in every team will just walk away from you. Yeah, right. but what if Paul is on the other team and he hears the blink sound and he insta hebo ults me uh, to try and kill me instantly, and then I've already thorns them. I don't think that is a realistic scenario because Paul would never be ulting in at the start of a team fight good through their front liner. Yeah, good point. That's that's definitely not happening. Thank you. No, Thank you. no, sir. We're saving that ultimate <laughs> to the very end. Um, yeah, I think the main thing, uh, Barra, is that I wanted to talk about all the things that suck about frontliners as a way to keep myself from going to the dark side. And this is this is news to everyone. Uh, I'm considering switching my main role to support. Because I'm just sick of it, dude. I'm sick of the enemy Hercules gunning me down. The enemy Sobek being level 13 while I'm level 13. And I don't want to play. So, what if 
I'm just the Hercules or I'm just the Sobek and then they don't get to have fun, but I do. Thoughts? We would have to change our podcast name. No, 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 no. We wouldn't. We wouldn't need to. Because look, it's it's I'm a backliner at heart. OK, I am. You're like cheating. But right now, I feel like it's so easy to just play Hercules in support and just win games by yourself. That like, why wouldn't I? I mean, you're not wrong. Right. Why? You can't just go to the dark side, man. Like being a backliner, you have self-respect. OK, that's true. That's a good argument. As a frontliner, you literally have zero skill and just hold W and if you hit one button, they die. Okay, but how about this? Okay. When I die in a team fight, I go, man, I messed up. I, I lost us the game. I didn't do enough in that team fight. Uh, you know, I might have gotten double ulted, but I should have positioned around it better. I should have used my relics better, something like that. Mm-hmm. If I'm support and I die in a team fight and they used a single ability on me, I go, <laughs> oh, well, we should be able to capitalize on that. <laughs> they use Gibalonke dash and Gibalonke <laughs> too. They have no slow. Can we, what is my team doing? You know, I, I can, I, I'm scot-free. No responsibility on me ever. There is a lot of responsibility on you as a support. But in ranked, you can kind of get away with anything. That's so. what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Wait, Barra, maybe, maybe we, uh, maybe I queue up. I, I support you for a little bit. We we see how the duo lane synergy is going on. Then we could be the duo laners. And it, it, we're, we, we got a rebrand on our hands right away. What's your elo at? Uh, I think my main is at like 27.50. And I was going to ask for your smurf, but... That's not happening. Yeah. Well, my streams, <laughs> my stream smurf is... Uh, it, that's in that's in the dumpster. But that's because I had... Uh, r- I, I literally started it fresh, this split. So I just like... Mm-hmm. it. Took, I got to like 2100. And then I'm just like not winning enough games to beat the low variance. But once the reset happens, I think we're going to get that up to like 25. And then the next reset... We'll be up in the in the twenty nine area where where I usually am. Nice. That's the game uh, plan at least. Yeah, I lost a lot, so I was at like thirty two thirty, and now I'm at like thirty one. Okay. Forty, I think. So I've still got I'll some variants to play with. So maybe I maybe I get on my main. I try hard a little bit. I don't get bear on the enemy team who realizes that this game is important to me, and he absolutely <laughs> stomps my ADC. Uh, and we'll be in a good spot. You know, we we can start it up. When I'm picking Jing and ranked, I'm sweating. Yeah, I, I was messed up, dude. I literally never play that character. I okay. Scrim picks out. I literally never pick. I only play her in SPL. Literally only in SPL. I think that is true for literally every pro ADC, from what I have heard. Yep. No one. You don't need to practice there. the character, man. She plays like, herself. It's very basic. It's like Alma. Yep. And probably Cthulhu now, but not Cthulhu earlier because you still have to learn the god or whatever. Sure. But. They're just very basic, low skill ceiling. Actually, low skill floor. floor. Yeah, like skill it. floor is what you're looking for. Um, yeah. Well, we can we can make it work for sure at some point. Uh, what was I? Look, I'm not saying I'm definitely moving to support. I'm just kicking it around. Maybe next week right. we, uh, we we kick the kick around the idea a little bit more. You know. I was about to say, maybe just flirt with it a little bit, you know, yeah. like slide in a few Hercules games, I'm see just, how you're feeling. I'm checking my options, you know, maybe right now I'm queued mid jungle. Maybe I start queuing mid support and then maybe it's support mid, you know, who knows? Um, but that's that's for a later date. Getting close to the end here. So it's time for our random question of the week. Uh, and here and here is mine. I've thought of it. Um, Chad had some good suggestions, but I didn't like any of them as much as my own suggestions. <laughs> so get farmed. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> I had some ramen for dinner tonight, and it was <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, it was really, really good. Okay, what okay. is? And I was kind of thinking, like, man, Japanese food just kind of slams, like rice buns, rice bowls, ramen. The way that they like do steak and that kind of stuff is really good. And then I was like, I don't know, man. Italian food's really good. You got like pasta, everything like that. Yeah, sushi says tea goods. Um, what is your favorite? Uh, what, what's your favorite like oh. food nationality? You know. It, oh. Also, uh, okay. So it was Nika's birthday the other day. I recommended a bomb Italian restaurant that me and Joe love, and. Mm. He was like, yeah, I don't know if everyone on my team was going to f- be feeling Italian. F- I don't know if they like Italian food. And I was it's like, what? First of all, that's exactly what I said. Secondly, who <laughs> doesn't like Italian food? What? Right. It's pasta and pizza, man. Who's mad at that? I. You OK. Is it which one is my favorite or which one would I eat forever? Which one's your favorite? Because they can be two different questions. Also, yeah. I do feel comfortable saying this on stream because Nika said it to me on stream. He said vote. Okay, I'll say exactly what he said. Initially, he said vote doesn't like pizza. And then he said, well, I don't know if that's true, but he's just never had pizza since we've been here. And he never wants it. And he says it's because he doesn't like melted cheese. And I was like, bro, what is wrong with him? Like, what? Uh, how what? could you ever say I have ne- I have met one person in my whole life who doesn't like pizza that much and it was for the exact same reason is that he doesn't like melted cheese. But if he gets a pizza without cheese or like light cheese, uh he's like he's good with it. And I that's thought that guy was an idiot, and now I think Vote might be an idiot, dude. If that's the way like you just can't You just I've can't I've never do that. heard someone complain about melted cheese. Bro, okay. did you he did you see that thing that Blugan tweeted a couple days uh, like a week or two ago about plasma? And how he likes oh, his ice fake. cream? Was it was? was yep. That was fake. Oh, I it's should true. unblock Plasma on Twitter. I still have him blocked from that. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked him, dude. Yeah, it was like pizza dipped in like milk or something. No, right? no, 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 no. It was ice cream with raw onions. Oh, that was from like a Pride and Sea craving tweet or something. Okay. I saw some girl trolling about that. Well, I think that was what started it. All right. Well, then I will be uh, unblocking him. But he's on thin ice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, why, but all right. So, favorite food genre? <laughs> food uh, genre. Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean like the best possible? Like, if I had the best like taco or the best pasta in front of me, like which one would I take? Yeah, like okay. You know how um, I don't know if you and Destiny do this, but like all the time, Joe and I'll be like, "Well, what are you in the mood for?" Like, what would you say? What type of food would you are you most often in the mood for? It's Mexican or pasta tied, mm. but my favorite. <laughs> what genre are you in the be, mood for? <laughs> would be American because of barbecue. Okay. Which okay. I don't eat that much barbecue, but I would kill for some top tier barbecue. Like, you cannot touch top tier barbecue. Barry, do you have like a favorite barbecue place? I don't because no one does it as good. Okay, that's going to sound really cringy, but no one does it as good as my family. No, that's not cringy at all. Well, it sounds really fake or whatever. No, I believe it. You got a homemade recipe, then it's good. Make some mouth-watering. Oh, my 
goodness, dude. It They're is uh, top-tier barbecue, man. Um, so here's the deal. As you know, I'm not a big sauce guy. I don't like sauces as a general trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and barbecue sauces are very often uh, ketchup-based. And I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of ketchup flavor. It, I think it tastes bad. So I am not, I would not call myself a barbecue fan. I like barbecued meats, but I don't like the barbecue sauce usually that goes with them. But if ever given the opportunity, um, I am willing to try the, uh, the salter, the salter sauce. If you Bro. <laughs> the salter barbecue, barbecue sauce. What do you mean we were talking about the barbecue sauce? that man <laughs> okay that was gonna fly if you didn't throw me under the bus what? instantly okay okay i'll save it what's your favorite food genre <laughs> yeah thanks for hosting here um uh i think um pizza is really op uh and pasta i'm not like we rarely cook pasta, but when I'm in the mood for some pasta or like get it at a good restaurant, I really love it. I think I'm going to say Italian, um, but I love Mexican food. Mexican food, Mexican food, I'd say is probably one of my number one, like, oh, I'm in the mood for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I would probably say probably Mexican. Everything okay over there? Yeah, check the chat. <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, there's a lot of them, so I'm assuming I should just be reading all of these. But uh, no, the one from my mom. <laughs> Your mom's in the chat. Oh, oh yeah, unlucky. Listen, man, I think what I said was in bounds. It was you that took it over. Oh. What? We were talking about the barbecue sauce. That's what I. That's what I clearly meant. Okay, I was talking about the family barbecue recipe, and that's what I'm. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks, everyone, for watching the Prediction Esports or listening to the, the podcast. Make sure you guys are checking it out on, uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and the whole Prediction family. Um, that is, uh, they've got a whole bunch of different podcasts about different, uh, different esports that you should absolutely be checking out. We'll be back next Sunday with a, uh, another PG podcast, as per usual. And, uh, and we'll see you then. Maybe we'll have, uh, maybe we'll have a guest. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. Thanks for watching, everyone. I've got nothing else. Bye. Bye. Bear, bear a voice. Bye. That's literally, I'm not goofy, bro. Bye. Hey, you. And one last word from our sponsors. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, BetOnline sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit BetOnline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. <laughs>